0: Welcome back to Goodness and
1: Gracious. <laughs> I'm Renee. <laughs> I'm Chrissy. You give me the gracious because you knew I was struggling saying that. <laughs> Let's
0: get It'll be here. all right. I <laughs> to gracious. We kind of
1: think of something different. I know. Not? It's the same old, same old. We've been gone for so long. These these people will probably think that we vanished from the face of the earth.
0: I thought we have too. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, thought, I thought we did too. <laughs> Well, we should probably explain why we've been gone. Okay, and at the same time, we can give NLIC a plug. N-O-I-C. say. <laughs> N-O-I-C.
0: So N O I C is our Northern Ohio Youth Camp that we have, and it's in June. So that's pretty much why we weren't here in June. We mm-hmm. was that was at the beginning of June, and then once we get back, we're kind of.
1: It's been a little bit crazy. Yeah. We've got a lot of things going on. Yeah. Our church is involved in many ministries. And that's not to say that this ministry that we are involved in um, is less important. But um, we just had some things that we needed to take care of before we could. Mm -hmm. And we had a vacation to to stick in there, too. We had a vacation in there. But
0: we are back. Yes. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Yes.
1: And we are still very much excited Mm -hmm. about um, the series, um, Your Faith Affects Your Family. Uh, we started with part one, subtitled "Who Are You." You may have to go back and watch it. Yeah, I would. Before you watch this one, just yeah. to be on the safe side. Yes. <laughs> so we touched on what faith actually is and what it isn't, and what it means to be saved. So that would be a good, you know. Good thing to go back and listen to. So that's where we're going to start. We're just going to build on that just a little bit. Um, so let's start back there um, with this verse in Hebrews. Hi, bro. Hey, hey, Rose.
0: It's been so long. Listen, my okay. mouth needs exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and just exercise away while I'm just saying la, it. La, la, la. I just can't look at the camera.
1: Okay. While <laughs> oh, you're doing it,
0: okay. Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him.
1: Let's see, you almost had him. I almost. <laughs>
0: I liked to heard you. Now you, your turn.
1: My turn. <laughs> um, we established that faith here cannot possibly mean faith in anything. Um, So faith in and of itself would have to be anything that pertains to God. Um, I can't uh, God's not pleased. It's not it's not pleasing to him for me to have faith in Renee. It's not pleasing for um, to him for me to have faith in Tom or or, you know, any kind of worldly system. Mm -hmm. It has to be faith in him and anything that pertains to him, God, for it to be pleasing to him. Um, so, and he is a rewarder of those that Mm -hmm. digital, yep. Not saying it diligently Diligently seek him. (laughs) So essentially, if you do not have faith in him, you are not saved. That's pretty, pretty clear cut. So some may ask, why is it so important that I be saved anyway? (laughs) And to be blunt, Um, It's not just important. It is the most important thing in your life. Who you are in Christ or not in Christ affects you and your family Mm -hmm. for eternity. Not just here, not just now, but for eternity. Not just for your life. Right. For eternity. That's a big deal. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I am what I would consider a first generation Christian. And so is my husband, Tom. Uh, That means that as far back as we can see, we are the first Christian in our families, okay? My parents and grandparents were not Christians. I was not raised in a Christian home and actually did not get saved until I was 28 years old. Um, That was quite a bit of time ago. Mm -hmm. So So by this time, um, the time that I got saved, I had all three of my kids and they were eight, six, and seven months, um, and it was an am- amazing and scary. Eight and six years
0: old, not eight and six. Eight months. and
1: six months. Did I say?
0: No, you put eight, oh. six, and seven months. Oh, okay. So it was like eight and six years old. Yeah, no, and I then didn't have
1: three <laughs> babies under one. I had an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and not a seven-month-old. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Now that we've now clarified. that we've cleared that up,
1: yeah. Um, but that time was scary. Um, it was an amazing time. Um, I was thankful to be saved, um, but it was also a scary time for us. And um, I'm a proponent for deterring someone from making a decision for Christ while they are going through worldly struggles, since it seems that when we are going through our hardest times, we start searching for answers, and once those hard times start to subside, We seem to fall back Mm -hmm. into our old ways. So it's not really a good time when you're going through something, you know, worldly, a worldly struggle to make a decision for Mm -hmm.
0: Christ. So 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death.
1: So when God draws you by breaking your heart over your sin, this is what works repentance unto salvation and then you'll ha- not have any regrets that's right. what it says so when you are searching for a fix for a hurt in this world your repentance is not real it will not be per- it will not permanently change you or your lost state now that being said it was a worldly sorrow that got me to the place where god would draw me uh, my grandma was diagnosed with cancer This was the woman who raised me um, in the absence of my parents. She nurtured me. She taught me everything that I knew. Now, she wasn't a Christian, but when she was little, she was introduced to the way, the truth, and the life. And we all know that that is Jesus. So she knew where to go, and she took me with her. So she had lived her life as a sinner. You know, she wasn't saved. But like I said, she had been introduced to Jesus as a child and knew when it was time, like she felt that this was the end when Mm -hmm. she got sick, that it was it was time. And that was only by the grace of God that he let her come back to him. Um, So I do not recommend Mm -hmm. that in the least little bit, um, because God could have certainly turned his back on her. And um, only God knows what would have happened. um, But that could have certainly had an effect on Definitely. The rest Mm -hmm. of her family, including myself. So that is the beginning of my best story ever told. Um, I was broken, like, like broken. I had never felt so much hurt. I had never felt so lost. And lost is that key word. That is what he, Jesus, was looking for. Yes, he cares about your hurts. But those pale in comparison Mm -hmm. to our lost condition. Um, Yes, I had worldly sorrow. Yes, that is what ultimately got me to seek his presence. But what I found was so much greater than something that could fix a temporary earthly problem. And that's exactly what it was. It was Mm -hmm. a temporary worldly problem. We can pray and ask for fixes to our problems, healings for sickness, mended hearts, But all of those are temporary. And even if he heals the sick, they will eventually die. It's all temporary. Um, I don't think that people really realize that. Um, I had prayed during that time that God would heal my grandma. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He didn't heal her. And guess what? Even if he had... She would eventually die, right? Um, because all of that is temporary. And what matters, what is eternal is that you will exist forever. When you leave this earth, you will exist in heaven or in hell. The choice is yours, but the right. consequence of your choice is not yours for the choosing. Um, you can choose to not, you can choose not to opt for Jesus. You can choose not to accept him. But you do not get to accept the consequence of that. Heaven is eternal life, and that is accepting Christ. And hell is eternal death, and that is rejecting Christ. So in July of 2002, I chose Christ. Life eternal. And this choice has affected my family. It was now who I was. It's who I am. And within that same year, my husband and two oldest, CJ and Jamie, the ones that were eight and six, six, years six old. yeah, um, they accepted Christ as well. Lucas would come to know Christ later um, since he was too young at that point to accept Christ. Um, being first-generation Christians was rough. It was very, very hard. Uh, as I look back, if I had known of him... What I know now, it would have been much easier. (laughs) We always say that hindsight 2020, right? But we are paving the way we were paving the way like trailblazers. I don't know. You know, we talk about um, Davy Crockett, you know, he was the trailblazer. Um, That means somebody who is first to go. Like we were the first to go. We were the first through this, you know, this path um, paving the way. Knocking all the trees down, getting rid of the brush, um, laying down some a good, good path. That was us. We faced opposition at every single turn, every single one. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, second, th- the day. I See? guess I should have made fun yeah. of you. Second Corinthians 517 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new good stuff
1: yeah it is it's so refreshing um it clearly states that we will not be the same i was glad i did not want to be the same i knew all that i was and i did not want to be that or anything close to that any longer and that's one thing i think people they lose sight of where we don't have to be kind of like pastor's message this morning we don't have to be that we we have we don't have an excuse we can say i'm no longer that you know but sadly
0: other. enough though the world is like but i have to give up all of this stuff yeah but to me that's so pale in comparison to what you're gaining yeah. you know whether it be here or in heaven yeah. i mean you know it's just they, a just no don't, brainer. they don't understand no and they don't and
1: it's very it's very hard to um explain that to someone like, I know, I know, I could say to anybody, I did ever, just about every worldly thing you can possibly think of. I have done that. And I can, with some assurity, with the utmost assurity, say to you that all this world has to offer doesn't even come close mm-hmm. to what Jesus is right. here, not mm-hmm. just in heaven, but here Correct. now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for anything, Not. Nothing. I would trade it for nothing. Um, But what I didn't know was that not everyone or better yet hardly (laughs) anyone in our life would be as excited as we were about this, Mm -hmm. this transformation. Um, Opposition at every corner, everything God was telling us that needed to change. We had opposition. Any parenting changes that God was telling us we need to do, we had opposition. Places we go, those things had to change. We had opposition. Things that we said and did, opposition from every single person just about in our lives. Um, it was a challenge to say the least. What we could hold on to was his word versus like the one that we just read. We are new creatures. And what the main thing was, is we had to set an example. Mm -hmm. We had an example to set for our kids, for our family, for our friends, and for everyone that we came into contact with. So it really didn't matter the opposition that we faced. God still gave us marching orders. Right. And it didn't matter what everyone else said. It just mattered what he said. Well, you needed
0: to live, you need to live that life. So that way your lost family can see that change in you. Yes. You can't keep doing the things with them. And then, oh well, yeah, that's the kind of Christian. I want to be. I can still do this and still do this. No, that's not what Christ called us. to be. It's a new creature. Oh, yep. Old things are passed away, which is mean your old lifestyle. Yep. You have a new one.
1: Yeah. And that's, uh, and like I said, we had no, we had no help, right? Within that, so it was very, it was, it was very challenging. <laughs> let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, this was going to be life changing. It had to be life changing. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't real. That's what he exactly. said. That's what he said. If you're not changed, you're you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I had many talks with my kids about what that was like. What what I was like during that time. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm if I'm honest, um, I didn't always handle the pressure of being a first generation Christian very well. Um, prob- probably Tom handled it better than what I did, um, but. There was a lot of pressure. Yeah, Tom was to be the spiritual leader of the house. Um, The day-to-day, though, the things um, that the kids saw the most um, was from me. Um, My kids saw that. Uh, God knows my heart. I wanted to. Um, I longed to be pleasing to him, but sometimes there were tears. Right. And sometimes there was anger. And what I can clearly see, though, is that although I wasn't perfect, I was real. Mm -hmm. And my kids know that. They they knew it then and they know it today. I'm glad that they know it better today than they did, you know, back then. Well,
0: like we always say, it's a heart thing. Yeah. God knew your heart. Your heart's desire was to please him. Yep your flesh just got in the way, especially being a new Christian. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not a new Christian, my flesh still gets in the way, but it it always will till we die. Yeah,
1: it was very hard for me. So, yeah, and I agree with that.
0: If you have nobody to fall back on mm -hmm. to ask, you know, to mention you're along, it would make it difficult. Yeah.
1: So I think that we did the best with what we had. And I know Mm -hmm. that God knows that. And I have to say that um, it's not, you know, it wasn't, a surprise to God that we were first generation Christians. He knew all along. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, ultimately, um, you know, my grandma did get saved and my, uh, my grandpa got saved and, but I didn't have that example growing oh, up. Right. We were, we were blazing this trail together, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And, but like I said, my kids saw that I was real. Mm-hmm. Um I know that, they knew I believed what I was saying. I believed because it has had an effect on their lives, if that makes sense. Right. Um, I've watched them, you know, grow in Christ. They are all three serving God right alongside me and they believe and are sure. And I love to say that. Yeah. I believe and am sure. Um, It comes from my very favorite portion of scripture. Um, some had followed Jesus around for the benefits and the shows. This was during his ministry here on earth. Um, He had gained disciples and he even called them disciples um, along the way. And some of them, when it came to understanding what it meant to be an actual follower of him, they said, I don't think so. I'm not going to do that. And so that's a real thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe and am sure. And they believe and I'm sure. And I'm, I'm going, this is my favorite scripture. I want Renee to read that. <laughs> oh, I was, you could have read it. it it's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> John 6, 66 through 69. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the 12, will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God.
1: It gives me, it gives me. (laughs) You know, that's what I, I want, you know, if Jesus, not just anyone, but if Jesus said, are you going to leave? I want to be able to stand there and boldly say, Mm -hmm. I believe and am sure of who you are. Right. And my kids knew that I believed and was sure and that had an effect on them believing and being sure that Christ was their Mm -hmm. only hope. They have sought his face for the issues of life and have strived to live their lives being pleasing to him. And I personally could not ask for a better life. Now they are raising their kids to believe and be sure Mm -hmm. they do not have to walk. Through the first generation Christian path, and either do their kids right. So when I think about that, that makes all of the trailblazing so much sweeter mm-hmm. because they don't have to do that. Right. And I, I, you know, God knows what we need. Um, I needed to do the trail trailblazing. That's what I needed. I needed the rough stuff. But someone else may not need the rough stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's because that's who he's calling me to be. And maybe I'm just hard headed. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> I can't be hard headed. I can. I can be. Hard-headed.
0: We all can. So you know
1: and, some more than others. I'm yeah, not saying you. I'm just yeah. yeah. So like <clears throat> that's what I needed. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is your faith affects your family and it matters who you are. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side of that, I have watched firsthand the effect that not being converted can have on a family. Mm, Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So there were people that attended church with us that are no longer here or there. (laughs) for that matter. They're neither here Mm -hmm. nor there. Um, And the effects on their family and their children have been disastrous. Um, Children that are now following cult religions and out in the world and living totally opposite of how they were told in church, simply because the parents were like the ones in that last scripture that Rene just read, the ones that Mm -hmm. walked with him no more. So those people weren't saved. They walked away. They didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus. Once they finally caught on to what it meant to be an actual follower of Jesus, they're like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And I firmly believe that we're talking about the same kind of people here. They've been in church for a
0: while. What a a sad day when you hear him say, depart from me. Yeah. And then maybe you're standing there and your child's standing right beside of you. Depart from me. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a sad sad day and that I've always thought about that um what you know that's fine for you you know if you're like well you know going to hell's not bad listen Uh. I'm just here to tell you (laughs) you cannot even imagine imagine the the, what hell is going to be but even if in your finite mind can say well, it's you know, it's hell. It's that's where I'm going to be the rest of my life. Guess what? It's not just just going to be you, your your yeah. child, your your loved ones. They could be right next to you for mm-hmm. eternity, and saying to you, "What what were you doing? Yeah. We we could have escaped this." And, yeah. and your faith affected your family, or your lack of faith affected well, if, your family. If
0: you think hell is just a big old party, just Go burn your hand for, you know, put your hand over a fire. Yeah. Five minutes. See yeah. if you can even last. Yeah. I know you couldn't even last probably 30 seconds. No, that's. I couldn't. Skip, skim on the surface of yeah. what hell's going to be like. I mean, it's just, you know,
1: people just forever. Just don't. They just no, don't realize it. They don't care. Mm-mm. So we will address this later in the series. But the point here is, who are you? Are you in Christ? Um, We're going to address the whole what it looks like to be somebody that's walked away. Um, later on. So whether you are or whether you are not in Christ, um, you're having an effect on your family, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Exactly. And being committed to God and making sure you are setting the example, whether that is trailblazing or you could be following the saints that have gone before you. This is of the utmost importance and you will answer for it one mm-hmm. day.
0: It matters how you live. It just, period. It just does. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: I I hope that we've done, you know, this justice. I hope that it's clear to our listeners. We have listeners that I know for a, for a fact are not saved. Mm-hmm. Um. That is a blessing. Exactly. Um. So we always want to be. You know, Christ is the center of this. You can't have. We can talk about um a good life living a good life, the things that come in a good life. But the fact of the matter remains is that if you are lost, none of that matters. Right. None of that matters because in the end, you will perish, you will die and you will go to hell. Um, But Christ came Mm -hmm. that you didn't have to do that. Um, So making the decision for him is the most important decision that you can make in your life and that you will make in your life, whether you make it for him or against him. And, um, we always want to be available for anyone that wants to talk. Um, please, um, reach out to us. We are more than happy to, um, talk to you about how to get saved, um, answer any questions that you have. If we are not able to answer those questions, which we should be able to, but if you need a more in-depth answer, um, our pastor is always available to us to be able to, um, help out with those types of things. But, um, your faith does affect your family. It's going to have an effect on them for eternity, for eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we invite you to examine yourself. Exactly. Think about it. Where are you? Are you in Christ? Who are you? And then we'll continue the series um, talking about some, like what. Hopefully, we, about we before. won't be as
0: long next time. <laughs> yeah. In between our oh, podcasts. I was
1: like, I didn't think this was very long. No. <laughs> In between the podcasts. (laughs) Yes. No, that will not be. Um, We'll be back on our regular schedule, and we're excited about what God is going to do.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Until next time. See See ya. ya.